What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, Wealth Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. Welcome into the Financial Freedom Roundtable, where each week we break down complex financial topics so that you can more easily understand them and more importantly, take action on your path to becoming financially free. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Grateful to have you in the room. I'm Russ Morgan. They call me the idea guy. Mostly because bad internet now didn't sound so good to me. Well, enough about me for a moment. Let me introduce you to my co-host, my partner. He's Italian Stallion. And he's got the license plate cover to prove it. Mr. Joe Murray. Stallion, good afternoon. What's up, my brother? Man, today we're talking gold mines, money pits. What does that even mean? What is a financial gold mine? and a money pit, and why is it important for us to talk about today? Well, here's the thing. I think it really pertains to advice. And when it comes to financial advice, one of my, my main thought processes, consider the source. There's typically got to be some sort of bias or some sort of background um, and experience that that person or institution or whoever it may be is speaking from. And just make sure that that source lines up with what your goals are. Uh, I think if we've learned anything from Wall Street is that they've created a mindset that really serves them well and has convinced you and I at some point in our lives that it was to our benefit to do their um, ideas. And so anyways, that's just my, my thought on this is make sure it aligns with you. Considering the source, that's pretty interesting, right? Like when we think about trying to answer life's greatest mysteries, where do we go for that information? We go to Google. That's where we go, right? Everybody types in Google. So if you were right now to type in Google and say, is the stock market crashing, right? Because like, when we think of um, financial stuff, if we get nervous about where we're going in the world, we type it in Google. So I Today, I typed in, is the stock market crashing? And Google quickly responds back top um, response, no, as of right now, the market isn't crashing. So to take a deep breath, the sky isn't falling, at least not yet. In fact, on July 17th, the S&P 500 was up over 17% since the beginning of the year. Google, Google tells us the world's fine, Joey. Everything's going great. Now, I, I happened to like type into my little uh, Apple app, right? And I put in the NYSE to check to see what the, the market's doing. And it tells me for the last two years that we are down. <laughs> We've been losing money for two years in a row, but Google tells me since January the 1st through July 17th, the market was up 17%. So got to consider the source. And also you got to be able to consider what information are they using? And I think today what we, we want to make sure we break down for you is that financial advice is garbage. 
and should be treated as such, right? Like you have to know that the information coming to you most likely is an opinion, unlikely from experience. And we want to like share with you some of the experiences that we've had, uh, both the good and the bad, right? The gold mines. When you, when you dig in for gold, it, it requires effort. It's going to, it's going to take some time in order to, to have that happen. But the muddy pits, man, we, we can experience those fast. Tom Hanks, the, 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 the movie that I, my youth, Money Pit, you get to experience all of that in that, in that movie. We'll see some of that come out. But Joey, thankfully you and I are not breaking down this topic all by ourselves, are we? We got no. the dream team of financial coaches join us. So let me bring one in to you. To my left, I got Mr. Incredible, his superpower, speed to financial freedom, and the real beauty to that speed is it's contagious. My man, Mr. J.D. Hill, say hello to your fans, J.D. Hey, fans. And it is, thank y'all for waving. It has been so long uh, and it felt good to do that again. Thank you so much, Russ. Tell me why this topic today in your mind is so important for us to cover. I, I mean, you, you, you touched on a lot of it. Um, you know, I, I think, um, I think it's interesting the way that, um, you know, we, we go to try to, to, to collect information and usually we go to the people closest to us. Right. When, when you asked the question, and I was going to say this tongue in cheek, like, where do you go to get advice? I'm like, oh, I go to my wife. Right. Um, but, but, right. We, but we tend to go to the people closest to us, the people you work with, the people you're in community with, like, that's who we go with. And the reality is, is that if you want what you've always had, then do what you've always done. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you want something different, then you have to be willing to do something different. And what I mean is, is that if you look around and take a, a landscape, right, of, of, of the people closest to you in your life, if their financial world is not what you want, you don't need to be doing what they're doing. But it's likely that you're getting financial advice from those people, meaning you're seeking affirmation from those people to say, hey, I've been talking to this person. They say I should do this. What do y'all think? And they're giving you yes or no answers to, to, to wherever it is that you're going to, to, to make these financial decisions. And the reality is, is that you should probably stop actually taking their advice. You should stop doing what they're doing because if you do what they're doing, you're going to get the results that they're getting. And, and that's something that, um, as I actually left the financial world and left being a financial advisor, the wildest thing happened. My financial world actually started succeeding. It was wild. Uh, <laughs> when I stopped doing what Wall Street told me to do and started doing the opposite, I started having financial success. Okay. So good. Well, let me get around to my, my right here. I get the true financial Sherlock Holmes of our day. No problem too difficult to solve. If I had only known him earlier, I'd be so much richer. Said everybody, Mr. Downtown Ernie Brown. Nice to see her. Man, it is good to be seen. And you know, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. I, I'm I'm with you guys. It's good to be back. I missed I missed the old podcast. Yeah. Mm. And hey, I'm I'm with you guys, Russ and Joe, what you're talking about. I, I realize that sometimes you gotta sift through a pound of crap to get an ounce of good. And unfortunately, you're talking about old Google, you asking Google. My experience on the interwebs is you don't even have to ask. <laughs> uh, you try to watch a YouTube video and you've been looking up some some money-related things. You got some unsolicited advice coming your way on 15,000 different ways to become rich. These guys trying to sell you their programs. So, yeah, there's no lack of um, stuff out there. You got to be able to sort through it to get that ounce of good. Well, that's good. All right. Last but not least, the retiree of our group, Mr. Catch Me If You Can. He's not killing bears with his bare hands or spear diving for tuna. 
is dropping gold nuggets right here. The one and only Mark Carducci. Welcome, Mark. Good afternoon. Oh, this is this is a good one. When I, when I saw this topic, I, I immediately put my name down that I wanted to be called up to be part of the podcast. <laughs> he signed up for the draft. I did. I did. And and speak, speaking of draft. You know, which which I think is a great segue. Russ, you seem to be somewhat of an aficionado of baseball. Um, for me, this this topic is reminding everyone, you know, not every at-bat is a home run. And not every at-bat is even a single just to get on base. You know, sometimes you strike out. Sometimes you get walked. Other times, Russ, as a pitcher, you know, um, you bean people. Uh, and every now and then you get hurt. And it it, it does hurt. But you got to get back up there. And that's kind of the angle I, I want to come at on this topic is, you know, just reminding you that if, if you don't step up to the plate and take that risk, you're, you're, you're guaranteed to, to never connect with the ball. So some of them are great. Some of them not so great. I'm sure we've all got a few examples. Oh, I love that. Well, today you're going to be listening to us break down uh, these main points. We're going to talk about what is fool's gold. What are, what are those um, those money pits, what are those lessons that we've learned that we need to try to avoid, uh, avoid, but also at the same time, what are some of those financial gold nuggets? And lastly, what are the things that we can take? Are we going to take these beatings and flake? Or are we going to build upon them? So we're going to, third, third part is going to be flakes or bricks. Let's jump in right now to the day's podcast. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now, here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. There's a saying out there that you can borrow information or you can try to do it yourself and pay full retail for it. Our job today on the podcast, gentlemen, is to give people insights, education, use our experiences and the ones that we've observed from others to help them avoid making all the mistakes. Let's talk about some of those mistakes. Let's talk about some of the fool's gold that exists out there. Joey, give me one to start off this, this section. And I'll tell you the one one of the ones that tripped me up early on, and I think it's just a very common mistake, is that deferring taxes is to my benefit. Right? There's 401ks, there's certain IRAs, things like of that nature, especially when you start getting to higher tax brackets. The common kind of theme that you hear in the financial world, including people that are very smart, like CPAs and accountants. They would tell you, you go to them and say, hey, what can I do to reduce my taxes? They would say, well, you can put money into these qualified plans and that will defer the taxes. So you can save money on your taxes today. Well, sounds great, right? It sounds like an immediate way out of pain. But the reality is, is that when you really start to think about the history and then the future of what taxes are and what they will be, you have to kind of come to grips with, do I really believe that taxes are going to be lower in the future or at least the same and that, that this deferment is allowing me to benefit? 
And I think, you know, Russ, you broke down for me early on the fallacy behind that. And the idea that Wall Street, along with the government, have created this idea that this is a good thing. But in reality, it's a way for them to hold on to our money today and to gain from that in the process. And, and to me, it never really does benefit you in the future. And it only helps them continue to get more and more of your money. So the kind of the fool's gold in there is that they, they have this carrot of tax savings. We're going we're gonna to save taxes. And that's what is the lure, right? And, the, and they hook you in with that. And then they, they reel you into the boat for the next 30, 40 years by giving all your money into some sort of system. I, I love that. All right, JD, coming, coming to you. What's the pyrite? What, I don't know if you guys know that. That's the official name for fool's gold. I used to have some pyrite in my, my office, Joey and Ern, you guys remember that. What, what's the, What's the lesson? What's the bad information, bad advice that exists out there in your opinion, Jitty? Well, Warren, thank you for teaching me about uh, the the actual name for Pulse Gold. Uh, hey. I learned something from a guy from Alabama. Um, uh, <laughs> well, I think some bad information, and this is coming from a, a, a you know a, somebody that used to be a, a a financial advisor, is that you need to diversify, right? Everybody tried this before. Is that you need to diversify? Um, don't put all your eggs in one basket. And, and I just think that that is, um, candidly, I think it's silly. Uh, Warren Buffett is, is known for saying that diversification is protection against ignorance. And the reality is, is that when you think about diversification, right, you're spreading your risk theoretically, right, across different asset classes. And the reason why you do that is likely because you don't actually understand what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so in an effort to, to, to not take really big losses, then you would spread that risk across other things that you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Right. So you're not really becoming an expert in anything, nor is the financial advisor that's helping you because they don't know either because they're recommending you diversify. In fact, um, um, there's an individual that some people may know. Uh, he's, you know, Andrew Carnegie. I don't know anybody recognize that name or not. Andrew Carnegie, uh, kind of a big deal. Um, he gave a, a commencement speech <laughs> uh, to a college in the 1800s. And this is what he said. And I thought this was so fascinating. He says, the concerns which fail are those which have scattered their capital, which means that they have scattered their brains also. They have investments in this or that or the other, here, there, and everywhere. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. It's all wrong. I tell you, put all your eggs in one basket and then watch that basket. He says, look around you and take notice. Men who do that do not often fail. It is easy to watch one basket and carry the one, and it is trying to carry too many baskets that breaks most eggs in this country. He who carries three baskets must put one on his head, which is apt to tumble and trip him up. And for me, what's interesting and why I share that is because once I got my arms around that, I got laser focused on one thing, which was real estate. And I have just gone so deep in that space. Mm. I'm not an expert, right? But I'll, and we'll get into this later. When I started to diversify and get out of that, that's when my baskets, my eggs started falling, right? And things started crumbling. Uh, so I think, I think the, the idea of diversification is, is fool's gold. It's terrible advice. Oh, man, that's, that's going to be hard to follow. Mark, I'm going to give you a chance. Oh, solid. Well, I mean, come on. The, the, the obvious choice is to pay off your house. Come on now, pay off your house, pay, pay that thing off, have no mortgage, and then just sit back and wait for that to put food on the table. B- 
because I have yet to see a paid off house put food on the table. I've I've yet to see equity locked in a home, pay the bills, keep the lights on, put, you know, food on the table. And so what was, what was pitched to me, I, I obviously came from a good place. I don't think the people that were telling me that were thinking, (laughs) how can we hose Mark today? I got an idea. (laughs) Let's have him pay off his condo and that way he'll be ruined. No, but it was, it was putting those dollars into something that seemed like it was a good idea, but yet it didn't create anything for me today. And so all that did was just lock up all my friends in jail and leave them there until I realized, and, and again, um, don't get me wrong, paying off my, my, my condominium, the very first piece of property I ever owned. Oh man, it felt awesome for a couple days. And then it felt horrible thinking about all the money that was stuck in there, not working not doing anything. And so that to me was, was, was fool's gold. It seemed like a good idea. It was pitched as a good idea. It felt good for about a day or two. And then I realized this idea is not getting me closer to that ultimate vision of financial freedom. Wow. What you guys have broke down already is two out of the top three biggest mistakes we say that people make right on their path to becoming financially free is putting money in places you can't access it, like 401ks, retirement accounts. And then number two on that list is trying to pay off everything, believing debt freedom equals financial freedom. All right, Ern, what's some fool's gold from your end? Yeah, I think one thing is this, this line of thinking that my money is better off in the hands of my advisor. And there was a study that came out, uh, CNBC posted this, that at that time, middle of 2022, three approximately three quarters of actively managed funds were underperforming index funds. And so you say, my my money is better off in the hands of my advisor. And by the way, I don't believe that <laughs> that actively managed funds always trail index funds, but in the case that the vast majority, overwhelming majority were, that's a problem. So what do people say to that? Well, advisors would say, well, that's fine because it's actually better for me to have your money to manage these people's money because when the market's down, I can help people stay away from making emotional decisions that negatively impact them. That's that's what I've heard. That's what they say. And so, well, okay, you're going to underperform. Now, imagine a scenario where you were not happen to be giving all of your money to the advisor and you build up a little money on the side and you come across a, a what seems like a good opportunity and so now you want to go ask your advisor, who is your advisor, by the way, hey, what do you think of this? Hey, I've got this idea. I've got this cash, or maybe I want to take some cash away from you and do this deal. Maybe that's also part of the scenario. And you ask them for advice. I've, I've heard stories, I hear about this, financial advisors not being able to give any good input for a couple of reasons. Number one, maybe they're not personally doing that kind of thing themselves. Number two, they can't make money from it themselves. And number three, they represent a firm that offers products and likely you're bringing to the advisor an idea product that they don't represent and therefore they can't endorse it or advise you to do it. Otherwise they'd be quote unquote selling away from the products that they offer. That's frowned upon in their industry. So there's a, there's a huge issue of underperformance and just not being able to get good advice from the person you're paying for quote unquote good advice. That's fool's gold. That, that's exactly what I was talking about, considering the source. 
right? You got to consider what's behind this advice. And in that case, it does not line up with you for sure. Nah, that's so good. Well, here, here's my fool's gold for you. Because Joey was able to do it, because JD was able to do it, then I should be able to do it. Not that I'm busted on those guys, right? Like those guys are ridiculously smart guys. Joey was the valedictorian in his class. I mean, JD's been able to groom that mustache to mm. and and keep his family for for the year that he's had it. Like there's there's a lot of wisdom between these two. But why do people say that? People say that all the time. Oh, because someone else did it that I can do it too. Well, Russ, why is that fool's gold? I thought that was okay. I thought that's why I was listening to the podcast. Well, the fool's gold in that is to believe that just because someone else did it, that means you can. No. What is it that the that they did and how does that align up with who you are may allow you to do it, right? If you can gain the resources, the insight, the networks, all that they possess, then yeah, you could probably do it. So what I would say is just be challenged when you hear an idea. Don't get so excited when you see us talking about one of these items on our passive income report and assume just because Russ and Joey are doing it, I should do it too. No, you got to get on a call with one of these coaches. Uh, here's an opportunity. WealthWatchWallStreet.com forward slash free call. Because what you need to understand is who you are as an investor. And once you understand who you are as an investor, you have your investor DNA at hand, then you know if the things that you start to do are going to line up and going to be able to match up exactly with the way that you're gifted so that you will have the most influence over that outcome. I believe that's fool's goal. All right, well, we've kind of talked a little bit about uh, some of the the negative things out there, but let, let's get into some gold nuggets. Let's talk about some of those good ideas, some of those good lessons that we should be using. JD, I'm going to come to you first. Um, man, I uh, personally um, have not been able to create any measure of success on my own. I love partnerships. And um, once you realize what your area of genius is, you know what you're really good at. And then all you need to do from that point is figure out other people that want to go with you in the same direction on that same journey to financial freedom and figure out, do they have an area of genius that's complementary to yours, right? Do y'all have the same vision? Are you going to the same place? Do you have the same foundation, Right. And then is there a way for y'all to partner together to achieve really great things? Um, there's a really great quote. Uh, I'm sure y'all y'all heard before, but it's, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And and I just, I truly believe that because I've been able to do the things that I've been able to do, not because of myself, but because of amazing people that I've been able to, to meet and to be introduced to and to build relationships with that have been so generous and so kind to help me get to where I want to go. Um, and uh, so for me, I would say the financial gold nuggets is, is, is partnership. Don't be scared to partner with other people. The other great benefit of partnership too is it helps you feel, realize that you're not alone either. Like you're going to be with uh, someone else that's dealing with the same challenges and struggles you're dealing with. Because sometimes it can feel like you're all alone and on an island. So that would be uh, my financial gold nuggets. Mm. How about you, Mark? What would be a, a, a financial gold nugget from your end? For me, it was, and ironically enough, I was just looking at my, my my comment here and it really was trading time for money. And by that, I say, 
when I moved home in April of 2002, I got my first, uh, actually I got my second, but I got my first real quote airline job flying for the dream carrier. I thought I was done. I was working Aloha Airlines and my, my parents said, Hey, look, why don't you just stay at the house for the first year and save all your money? I thought, sweet, this is, this is going to be great. And they said, but you're going to read a book. And my dad gave me a rich dad, poor dad. He said, if you read this book, I'll let you stay here rent free. That trade of that amount of time it took to read that book was worth to my dad more money than me paying him rent because that was a long-term investment. His idea of, hey, you can either try to figure this out on your own or here's this book. seemed like this guy's done a pretty good job of figuring it out. So why don't you read it? That was by far one of the greatest trades of time for money that I've ever done. Um, and that really lit the fire to say, okay, there's got to be a better way than just flying airplanes, which don't get me wrong, is an incredibly easy way to make money. Um, it's a whole lot of fun too. But sitting at home on your own time zone, not dealing with airports, airline food or any of that, worth way more than all of that. So that was my gold nugget is education. If you've listened to our show for any length of time, you've heard us talk about infinite banking and how we were able to use that concept to create over $50,000 a month in passive income. But it's just not that easy to figure out how does this all connect into my own personal system? Stallion, that's why we created the Passive Income Operating System, bro. It shows you how to turn active income into passive income. It makes all the steps come together. If you would like to get access to it as a podcast listener, we've never given this away in public before. Go to whatswhatwallstreet.com forward slash P-I-O-S. There was nothing worse than walking into class when you're in school and the teacher saying, pop quiz day. Why? Because you were unprepared. Are you unprepared though for financial freedom? Don't be. Find out how close you are by taking our 30 second quiz at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash quiz. So good. How about you, Stallion? What's your, what's your gold nugget? I'm going to borrow um, one of the quotes that I've heard Robert Kiyosaki say recently is that he's a billionaire in debt. And while I, I am not a billionaire in debt, I take from it the, the nugget that you have to use debt in a wise way in order to become financially free. And I come from the whole background, the whole Dave Ramsey background oh. where debt is bad debt, you know, get rid of all debt. It doesn't matter what it is. It should always be treated as the first place to pay off with any excess capital that you have. And when you realize what that actually turns into, it turns into a loser's game that never actually creates any freedom at all. You think you're getting rid of all these monthly payments, but if you're, if you zoom out and you say, what will actually produce freedom? It's if passive income is greater than monthly expenses, that's the only formula that works. And if all I do is focus on this monthly expense side, and I just try to reduce that, try to reduce that, try to reduce that. And I never focus on the passive income side. Then just like my, my good friend, Mr. Incredible says all the time, you can never pay off the cost of living. So while in the last two years, have your grocery bills gone up, down, or stayed the same? They've gone up. What about your medical expenses? What about 
the vehicle expense, whether you have your car that's paid off or not, the tires on that car, the gas in that car, the oil changes, all of the maintenance, are those things going down, staying the same or going up? They're all going up. And so if you have it focused on the left side, well, I'm not saying just constantly add debt for debt's purposes. I'm saying use debt wisely to leverage into assets that will build that passive income greater than your monthly expenses and you always win. I think to the completion to that sentence is I'm a billionaire in debt and paying off debt is dumb. <laughs> right. Um, th that's good. That there, there's some definitely lessons within that. How about you, Ern? Yeah. Well, on, on that whole debt piece, the the common goal is I got 40 years to become financially free. I want to retire in 40 years, so I'm going to spend the first half of that possible time playing defense. I'm going to pay off my debt, and then I'm going to start building wealth. And magically, in a very short amount of time, I'm going to build up enough that I can live on that. That that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I heard somebody smart one time say that you can get a good look at a T-bone by sticking your head up a bull's anus, but you'd rather take a butcher's word for it. <laughs> and the point is, you don't have to go first. I'm not personally, naturally the most creative person. And so it's it's pretty daunting thinking if I had to just sit here and, and magically dream up the path and all the steps that it takes to become financially free, there's no telling <laughs> what what I would get into, where where I might turn wrong. And fortunately, the good news is there's there's paths previously traveled that I can follow. All I need to see is the path. I need to meet the person who's been down that path and the results turned out good for them and and just follow. Follow what they've done. That's the good news. Oh. JD, you mentioned earlier that when you got out of your lane, right, that's when you saw mistakes happen. When you when you deviated, and boy, I could, I don't have enough time in this podcast to tell you all the lessons I've learned and the mistakes I've made when I didn't follow my investor DNA, when I didn't invest from a point of expertise, but just a a, a point of curiosity, excitement. Like today when I opened my BlockFi app and it told me, hey, you're eligible now to withdraw. I know we're in, um, you know, in bankruptcy, but you're going to get over to withdraw. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to get some of this crypto back. I got like a full Bitcoin there. I got like 14 Ethereum. I'm going to get my little 30, 40, $50,000, whatever all that adds up to back. And I go to make the withdrawal and it's like, uh, no, all of that you can't touch. But there's $105 you got in the, Gemini USD fund, knock yourself out, bud. <laughs> oh. oh, man. And so I just think, you know, like there's just areas where I get outside of my lane. But I want to roll that. So point number one, where, man, what is some of the fool's gold? What is some of the bad information we're getting? Point number two, we're, we've been covering, what what is those gold nuggets? What is good lessons, good insights? And here, here I want to tie a bow on it, right? Point number three, and I'll, I'll, I'll go first, is what are we going to do with all of that information, right? Is it going to be a, a flake? Like, are we going to flake out and quit, right? Um, or are we going to build a brick from it? And I, and I say that because, man, I, I remember the first time uh, I invested in a Ponzi scheme. The first time, right? Like, you would think, God, you, 
it should only be one time. It should be zero times. But I remember the first time, boy, it it was hard. I mean, I, Joey remembers I was a whoop puppy. I feel mm. I, I feel like, man, the world was crashing in. Who am I? Had had this like uh man, I imposter syndrome. You know, I was thinking I, I don't I'm just not gonna be able to make it. I'm just not gonna do it. And and I felt like I was gonna flake out, like I was gonna go the opposite way. But I was challenged by the fact that people in my in my circle said, Russ, man, why were you doing that to begin with? Why were you pursuing this? Right? And if you don't continue, if you allow this expensive lesson that you just learned to go to waste, that would even be worse than losing the money. Right? Because now not only have you have this expensive lesson, but you go back to the place where you were, where you you knew it wasn't getting you to where you wanted to be. And so what, how do we build a brick from that? How do we use this information? How do we use this experience to grow from? So I'm going to tell you, and I've said this in other podcasts, that investing is hard. Um, while you're investing, you're going to lose money. You're going to lose money. But every opportunity that you have, learn. In every opportunity, gain insight, gain information. I think more times than not, we've got to realize that we've got to have more reps. We just have to do it more frequently. Uh, you used a baseball reference. Like, here's the thing. The guy who, who comes up to the plate in the major leagues, hits a home run in his first at bat, maybe the worst thing that ever happens to that kid. Because at that point forward, he thinks, this is how it works. I remember a guy played for the Braves. He he hit a home run in his first game. It wasn't his first at bat, but it was in the first you know, two or three at bats. And he went on a roll for like 12 games. He hit like 10 home runs. Everybody labeled him the the next Hank Aaron, right? Next Mickey Man. And man, the pitchers realized that dude couldn't hit a, a curveball. And for two years, he struggled mightily, right? So he, but he had to figure it out. He had he had to use those reps, those experiences to get better. And now he's having a pretty amazing career. And so I, I think about that with investing is that prepare yourself that there's going to be lots of punches in the face. And as the old Mike Tyson saying, you, you don't know what's going to happen until you get punched in the face, right? So once you get punched in the face, what are you going to do with it? Ernie, what do you think? What's a, what's a lesson? Uh, how are you going to take that lesson? Are you going to flake or are you going to build something with it? Yeah, that's good. I'm I'm sitting here learning. I, I appreciate that. Well, you know, I think this idea that coming into this world, even if financial freedom's new to your world, it doesn't mean that financial freedom is new to the world. And so what can you do with that? All really all that it takes for financial freedom is an idea and then the model. But the the problem is where am I gonna get the idea? Where am I gonna get the model? JD talked at the beginning about getting all the, if you, if you want to get what you've always get, got, do what you've always done, that idea. And man, in my personal network, I don't, I, I didn't have a lot of models to financial freedom. Right. And it's like, where am I going to get the idea from? I, I, I go and I try to talk to my friends and family and any connection I can get in this area about how I can become financially free and get nothing. Where am I going to get that? Well, you need to find one and then you need to dig deep. You need to join a group, maybe an inner circle, maybe. <laughs> and maybe that's not the exact path that you're going to take, right? Maybe the idea is not in that group, but certainly those well-connected people 
talking about their ideas are going to know someone who maybe has done the exact path that you want to take and connect you. You just need to get into that circle. You need to change your environment. And I feel that that's where you can have success. That's that's where you can make a brick is change your environment, change your location. And it doesn't mean you have to move. You can you can do this virtually. It's amazing. That, if, be- only, if only a place like that existed though, Ernie, you know, if what there was would you only call that sort of circle of well-connected people, what, what would you call that? Holly, I'll, just, I'll tell you what. All I, all I know is that I wouldn't want to be on the outside of that circle. <laughs> exactly. It is always a fan of any's, anyway, <laughs> any circle. <laughs> That's good. Too what, about you, what about you, Joey? What's oh, well, I like a brick for you. Here's, here's my thought. Some of you are listening to us right now thinking, is it too late? Like maybe this is news to you for the first time that, man, I've been doing things wrong. I'll I'll make another um, epic classic movie reference and say, don't be like Dumb and Dumber, okay? Where you're, you're driving across the country in the wrong direction, okay? Waking up. Did you do you remember when Lloyd wakes up and realizes they've been driving in the wrong direction? That may be you right now. And if he can get on the right path, he was pretty dumb. You have a great opportunity. Okay. And my point is follow the path that Ernie just mentioned that already exists. Get on a call with one of these coaches at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash free call. They could talk to you about the masterminds, the inner circle plus and the passive income mastermind. But the bigger thing is they can lay out the path, give you the vision that leads to where you put your cash, that leads to where how you become the right investor and know who you are, and then take care of tax strategies. And our five pillars are already there for you. And it's never too late to reorder your house to get you to financial freedom as fast as possible. We have tons of examples of people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s who get this information and it's like the light bulb goes off and all of a sudden things just start to fall in line and they get there as fast as possible. Mm. I I will correct you um, just out of love. Thank you for everybody that loves Dumb and Dumber. Um, it was Harry that was a seat. Lloyd was the one taking them in the wrong direction. Oh, how did I miss that up? Gary, it was so, so bad, and I could not let you get away with that. There's not. Thank a- you. Oh, I'm I'm ashamed of myself right now as a avid Dumb and Dumber fan, and I just totally botched that up. Thank you. Uh, Petey, Petey the Parrot. Let's get with JD here. Um, Blake or Brick? You know, um, I've got three boys, and um. As a father, you're always wanting to to lead from the front, right? Because your kids watch literally everything that you do at all times. Um, and that's a lot of pressure. But, you know, I, I teach my kids all the time that if you don't quit, you can't fail. And I think so often something like they just get paralyzed in and say, well, I just won't start, right? Because if I don't start, then I also can't fail. And the reality is, is that by not starting, you are failing right? Because you, you, you quit before you started. 
And I share all that because for the longest time, for, for, for so many of my beginning years in financial services, I was also scared to get started as a financial advisor, right? And I think that if you don't get in the game and just get started and take the first step, then you can't ever take the second step and then the third step and then the fourth step. And I've made a ton of mistakes. I've, I've followed people that I like and trust and care about into investments that I never should have done because they were doing them. And I'm like, oh, he knows. And Russ didn't know. Let's be honest. He had no clue. <laughs> right? And, and it's amazing that he's got $150 in his BlockFi account. I've only got 43, right? Like, my money's gone too. But, you know, I learned from that. And, and what I've learned is that I don't need to invest in things that I don't understand. You know, I love the expression, those who pay, pay attention. And that relates to so many different things. Like I paid a very valuable lesson. And what I learned was that I need to stay in my lane and stay focused within my buy box and the things that I'm really good at and, and go deeper there. And I need to continue to be in a relationship and partnership with other people uh, that, that, that are going in the same direction that I'm going in, that are two or three or four steps ahead of where I am uh, so that I can learn from those folks. Just like Ernie was saying, I'm not that creative either, but I'm a really good parent. Like I, I can go and, and, and mimic what other people are doing and do that really, really well, but I'm not going to be a trailblazer, right? But I'll, I'll follow in right behind you, right? And so so if, if the people that are around you aren't going where you want to go, find people that are going where you want to go because they want you to go with them. So many people are so helpful and so kind that they want other people along the ride with them on the journey to, to financial success. So don't be scared to get started. Be scared that you won't start. That's what should scare you. All right, Mark, I'm going to give you an opportunity as we, we wrap up section number three is kind of the flakes or bricks. What are you going to do with this information that you've gained? Well, yeah, I mean, when you find out that all of a sudden the idea that you had was taken by someone else, you you, you have to kind of re reorganize on the fly. So let's talk about Ponzi schemes here. Um, flake or brick, right? Um, what I would... what. But what's really great about this is, look, I've made mistakes in investing along the way. I've had things that haven't worked out. I've had an oil rig that just evaporated. Apparently, there was no oil there. Uh, I've had a lawsuit in Baltimore. I have now officially been a part of a Ponzi scheme. Not me running it, but me as a unwilling uh, participant. And what was really fascinating about that is after that happened, I wasn't really angry about the thing. I was bummed. But I knew that it happened. And I knew that statistically, you know what? Poop happens. But I was talking to one of our other passive income mastermind members because we talk about the value of community. We talk about the value of leveraging the collective mind, people that are in different stations, different perspectives, people that can help you see what you might be missing. And the gentleman I was speaking to, he said, well, you should really read this book. And it was by Annie Duke, who's a professional female poker player. And she wrote this book, um, and it's called Thinking in Bets. And I started reading that the other day. And it was so cool because she broke everything down to statistics and making decisions based on the information you have. If you've ever played poker, you know that you get two cards to start. And it's those two cards that you have to make a decision on. Is this something that I want to move forward with, or is this something I'm going to step away from? That decision now gets superseded by the flop. And now all of a sudden there's a new set of information, a new set of possible outcomes. And she said, you can't keep beating yourself up over the decisions you made 
based on the information you had. And so you think of it this way, what are the odds of being eaten by a shark or bitten by a shark? Well, if they're one in a million, people go, oh, dude, yeah, go swim in the ocean. It's totally fine. Yeah. But if you're that one person that gets bitten by a shark, those odds are horrible. <laughs> you don't admit but it's, the, but it's the same odds. It's one in a million. And so stop beating yourself up. Bad things are going to happen. Bad people are going to do bad things, but you do the best you can. And if you can surround yourself with a team, surround yourself with a group of people that you can actually leverage on and say, hey, I'm looking at this. I know Russ is looking at it, so should I not do it? Um, you know, just based on that qualifier alone. And so finding that group, I think, is something that we can all leverage from. And so that would be turning your, taking your flakes, smelting them down into a big old brick or a doubloon, you know, what? whatever you want, a cougar and, you know, help, help yourself. But cougar that, that'd be my way to look at it. Well, all right, gentlemen, thank you so much for, for delivering true gold, right? Like the lessons that we have that that gold can last a long, a long time. I hope that you found value in this podcast. Uh, this is something we do every single week where we discuss topics and break them down individually. You've probably been listening to us this summer as we were going through the Becoming Your Own Banker book series, but we're going to be coming back every single week and breaking down topics like this. Hopefully that you'll join us in this. Right now, we've got to get in with our inner circle. And if you would like to find out what that process looks like, how do you um, start building your own financial freedom with having one of these coaches help you navigate some of the pitfalls, help you avoid some of those uh, fool's gold things that you've had in the past, go to whatswhatwallstreet.com forward slash free call. But right now, please hit the subscribe button if you're listening to us on YouTube or hit the rate and review uh, there on your podcast so someone else can find this gold as well. Have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.